Nothing is impossible because even the word impossible is spelled I am possible. Hey, my name is Ben. I'm a high performance and mindset coach for entrepreneurs, and I help people to unleash their full potential and reach their goals faster and more efficiently by helping them to remove their mental and emotional blocks. Because most people that want to achieve greatness and reach their goals are standing in their own way because of perfectionism, overthinking, procrastination, no structures, routines that are lacking, not the right environment, emotional ups and downs, fears, worries, anxiety, and most importantly, limiting beliefs and I'm going to be sharing with you on this podcast tools strategies that you can practically use to get yourself to the next level so that you can make the impossible possible now in today's episode I'd like to talk about the power of breathing because my sense is that breathing is life if you look at all the major religions if you look at Christianity or Islam The final step in the creation of the human being was God breathing in life into the form that he created, into Adam. And there is also a saying that says, until my last breath, which represents death. So after you take your last breath, you die. So breathing is life. Life starts with breathing and ends with breathing. That just says something about the importance of breathing. But I don't want to talk about life and death here. I want to talk about the power of breathing in your day-to-day, hour-to-hour, the awareness of breathing and what it does to our body. You see, breathing is something that happens subconsciously. Most of us don't really pay attention to our breathing. Like right now, if I tell you pay attention to your breathing, you might shift your focus. Are you breathing deeply? Or is your breathing more shallow? Barely noticeable. Are you breathing fast? Are you breathing slow? Breathing is one of the most important actions that we do. Just like drinking water, eating food, breathing. These are the three sources of energy that come from outside that our body gets. This is everything that we need to live and create everything else. So if we want to recreate ourselves from external sources, you have water or any liquid form that you drink, what you eat and what you breathe. That's it. Everything else you create internally, right? You can sleep, you can create emotions and up and down and everything else with your brain and your body and the chemicals in your body. But these are the three sources that come from the outside. That's why it's important that we pay attention to what we drink, what we eat, and how we breathe. And that's something that many people are not really aware of, and I don't hear many people talk about. And that's something that in the West is not really looked at as very important or is just not very present. It's not really in the awareness of many people. And it wasn't in my awareness for a very long time as well. Even though I've been an athlete my entire life, I didn't really look at, you know, breathing in a day-to-day, hour-to-hour basis as an increase, uh, as a strategy to increase my performance at work. I just looked at it from oxygen levels when, when you're talking about being able to perform better in sports and stuff like that. But it is a very, very important factor to look at. And I'm going to explain to you what actually um, breathing does to us. And I'm not going to be very technical and go really deep in this. This is not a science class. But 
On a simple level, oxygen is energy for our brain. Oxygen, oxygen is energy for our brain. And if we don't get enough oxygen, our brain cannot perform at the highest level. This is why when you get tired, for example, what do you do? <gasps> you yawn. So your body is actually forcing you to inhale more air so that your brain can actually receive that oxygen that it needs. Otherwise, it cannot stay awake. If you hold your breath for too long, you might faint because your, your brain cannot work anymore. And that is the extreme. That is the extreme that when you stop breathing, someone suffocates you, you will die. Your cells don't get any oxygen because it's not just your brain. All the cells in your body need oxygen. And this is the mechanisms how you even detoxify. This was something I also want to talk about. But if you stop breathing, you will die. But there is a big spectrum be between breathing optimally and fully and not breathing at all. There are many steps and stages in between. Now, if you only use 20% of the capacity of oxygen and air and breathing to your advantage, you might still function, but you're not functioning optimally. That's why I want to share a few techniques with you that you can actually use in your life to get to that higher level. And why do you want to get there? Because you might say, yeah, it's okay. You know, I don't really have problems. I don't really think that I should do that. It's like some people that are not living a healthy lifestyle. They may be overweight. They're eating junk food or they're smoking or they're not sleeping a lot. And they say, yeah, but you know what? I'm fine. You know, I, I feel okay. It's not about what you feel. Because what can you compare it to? It's like if I tell you right now, you only slept three hours, I wake you up and I tell you to perform a task and work on something. Are you going to be able to do it? Yeah, you're probably going to be able to do it. It's not going to be optimal. You're not going to be in the highest energy level. You might not have the greatest ideas. You might overlook certain things. You might make mistakes and redo certain things. You might not be as fast, but you will be able to perform. But how are you performing comparing it to if you slept eight hours and you're fully awake and you're fully there and you're recovered and refreshed? Obviously, you're not going to be able to perform as good because you're only at, at maybe 20, 30% of your capability when you only sleep three hours. Now, if for the past 20 years, you only slept three hours and that became your norm, you might feel that this is the way it's supposed to be. Well, if your entire life you've been breathing wrong or not to the optimal level, you might feel that this is normal and you have nothing to compare it to. That's why I really want to urge you to experiment with this, to try this. I'm going to share an exercise with you that you can try and do it a couple of times. Do it a couple of days and see because it's just like working out. You go to the gym once, you're not really going to feel a big difference maybe. But if you do it on a regular basis, this is something that after two or three days you will already see and feel the difference. Sometimes you can even feel it instantly. But I don't want to only just share an exercise with you. I want to explain what is behind it. Because there are many different exercises you can do. There are many breathing exercises. The one I'm going to share with you is not incredibly unique. It's just the one that I've been using for the, for the longest time. But there are many different types of breathing exercises that you can experiment and you can go out and find out as well. But the underlying principles are all the same. And it has to do with oxygen entering your body. And it has to do with the intensity, the duration of your breaths, and your inhalation and exhalation. So there is something that is very important. Like why do we even inhale? And how long do we inhale for? Let's say you breathe in air like this. And you exhale like this. Or you inhale like this. Now, 
There's a big difference because now much more oxygen is able to enter my lungs. Now, how long do I keep the air in my lungs? Makes a big difference as well because the lymph of my lungs, they, they have a certain time to absorb the oxygen into my body. Now, if the, if the air is in my body for only half a second, because I do this, we don't really have a lot of time to really take in that oxygen. What about breathing out? Now, if you would compare it to... When you exhale... Toxins are leaving your body. As a matter of fact, it's not just a little bit. 70% of the poison and toxins that are in your body get released through breathing out. So the longer you breathe out, the more toxins your body can release. That is a very big difference. It brings more oxygen to your brain. It relaxes you. It brings, your brain operates at different frequencies, especially when you're at work and you're very, very focused. Your brain is at one of the highest levels, which is beta. When you come down, it's called alpha. On the alpha, you have theta. That is what a lot of people, you know, do meditation. It's just fancy words or, you know, technical words to describe that your brain's frequency is going down and you're relaxing. That's why most meditations start with breathing. Yoga exercises start with breathing because you're relaxing your brain and you're bringing it down. And the last stage is delta, which is sleep. That's why certain breathing exercises are perfect if you want to go to sleep because it just brings your brain frequency down. So when you want to recreate and rejuvenate yourself, it is very important that you pay attention to your breathing. That is just one factor, but it's a very, very important factor. So there is an exercise that is called pranayama. And pranayama is, is Indian. I hope I pronounce it right, pranayama. And um, it is an exercise that you can do on a regular basis. I do it every single day. I do it in between work sessions. I do it early in the morning when I wake up. Um, I do it, you know, in the middle of the day sometimes when I feel stress building up or anxiety, you know, building up. I just do this exercise and immediately calms me down and brings me back to my mental focus where I need to be. Now, the, the, the pattern is, is called a one four two one pattern. And I'm going to explain that in a second. I also made a video about this that I'm going to share in the description just so, you know, you can maybe follow it up because I, I, I really like, I explain it step by step. You can see me do it. And I will also have some text that will explain certain things. But now in the podcast, you only have my voice. So I'm going to try to describe it as good as possible. So one is a count of one. So for example, what I do, I breathe in for five seconds. So that's a count of one. So that's why one, four, two, one means the second is a count of four. So four times five is 20. So I'll breathe in for five seconds. Then I will hold the air for 20 seconds. Then I will exhale for 10 seconds, which is a count of two. So it's two times the five seconds. And then I will hold the air for five seconds, and then I will do the whole thing again. I don't want to confuse you. It's actually very simple. You're breathing for five, sec uh, five seconds, hold the air for 20 seconds, exhale for 10 seconds, and hold it for five. Now, the reason why it's one, four, two, one, some people might not be able to hold their air for 20 seconds. It's a little bit long for some people. Um, so 
what you would do is you would just breathe in for three seconds, for example, and then you will hold the air for 12 seconds because it's four times the first, and you will exhale for six seconds and then hold it for three. Some people that are maybe, um, I don't know, like swimmers or divers, whatever, and you have like huge lung capacity and you're like, what is this, five seconds, 20 seconds? I can hold my air for a minute. And you can just multiply it because that's why it's one, four, two, one, because you take the first number and you multiply it by four, multiply it by two, and then you do it again for one. So, you know, to keep it simple, I just do five seconds, 20 seconds, 10 seconds, five seconds. Now, when you look at this breathing pattern, there's just one more thing I want to tell you because if you look at smokers, for example, um, a lot of times, you know, smokers, they, they take a cigarette break. You know, when you work and you're like, oh, man, I just need a break. I'm stressed. Or when smokers are in a stressful situations, they need a cigarette, right? But what does the cigarette really do? It forces them to breathe differently. If, we, if you light a cigarette, you're going to do this. So you're actually slowing down your breathing in then you're holding the smoke in your lungs for a certain time, then you're exhaling very slowly. You don't smoke a cigarette like, it doesn't, it doesn't happen like that. You just really control your breathing, so the cigarette is actually controlling your breathing. Now, if we leave out all the negative effects of the cigarette, yes, it has nicotine and then has an effect on you as well, but one of the big benefits of smoking a cigarette and why it relaxes you is actually because of the way you breathe when you smoke. So we can have the same benefits without the downside of the smoke of the cigarette. So I'm just going to do this exercise with you right now. And then I'm just going to expand on a couple of other benefits of it. So let's start with the breathing. And you can do it with me right now, wherever you are. You can even do it. I mean, don't do it when you're driving a car because when you're holding your breath, if you do it for the first time, maybe you might feel a little bit dizzy. So don't do it while you're driving a car. I suggest if you're in a car, just park you know, maybe for five minutes and just do this exercise because that's just really something that you need to feel in your own body and just try to be aware of how you're feeling right now versus how you're going to feel in two or three minutes. Just, just the state that you're in right now. Okay, so we're going to start the exercise. So one more thing. When you breathe in, breathe in through your nose. Always inhale through your nose because your nose filters the air so you have fresh air entering your lungs. And when you exhale, you exhale through your mouth and you exhale slowly so you can press your lips together and just go so it takes a longer time until the air comes out of your lungs okay so let's do the exercise together breathe in one two three four five and hold two three four five six seven Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Exhale, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and hold one, two, three, four. Five. Breathe in. One, two, three, four, five. And hold. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, 
13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Exhale. 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. And hold. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Last time. Inhale. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. And hold. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Exhale. 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. And hold. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. And relax. Now, how do you feel? Do you feel more relaxed? Do you feel a little bit refreshed? Maybe if you do this for the first time, you might feel a little bit dizzy in the beginning. For some people, 20 seconds of holding is a little bit long, so you got to ease into it. Just choose a different pattern if that's the case for you. But you see, that's something that really doesn't take that long. It's something that you can do. Sometimes I do like 10 repetitions of this. Sometimes I just do five. But that is something that you can do on a regular basis. It's going to bring down your brain frequency when you work, especially when you're doing creative work and you just take a two to three to four minute break, just like people going on a cigarette break. You know, on top of it, it's good if you just stand up. So if you're working at a desk, for example, it is great when you stand up because you get your blood flowing a little bit. You get into a different environment. It's great if you can go outside. That is the best. So, you know, a lot of things that smokers are doing are actually good for them, except the cigarette. Because when you work at a desk, for example, for a very long time, and then you just stand up, you go on a cigarette break, you go outside because most of the times you can't smoke inside. So you got to go outdoors. So you're getting fresh air. You're getting a different environment. You're moving your body. Maybe you got to walk up and stairs up and down. And then you're breathing differently. And that is the reason why a lot of people... They just have a cigarette break and come back and refresh and they have ideas but they feel it's because of the cigarette. No, it is because of the breathing and moving. So if you can incorporate that into your day-to-day, every single hour, I usually, I never work for like three, four, five hours in a row. I never work longer than 15 minutes. I have 50-minute intervals and I do a 10-minute break. 50 minutes, 10-minute break. 50 minutes, 10-minute break. It's called Pomodoro. I'm going to do an episode on Pomodoros as well, but... That is just my intervals. And in these 10 minutes, I just stand up, refresh, and rejuvenate myself. And it really makes me a lot more productive. That's something that I rec- recommend to anyone to try. Because if you don't experience it, don't, don't analyze certain things and just judge them and have a prejudice. Because prejudice is judging before knowing the facts. And the fact is something that you can feel in your own body. This is why I incorporated it in the podcast. I wanted you to actually do the exercise and feel how it feels like. But try it for a couple of days and really see what it does to your body. It is something that, I mean, when you do, when you go to the gym, for example, you go on a treadmill or you do some exercise, you will, you will be forced to breathe in deeply. And a lot of times after you worked out, you feel fresh. If you didn't exaggerate, you feel fresh, you feel alive. Sometimes you get ideas, you get inspiration. And you know, the word inspiration actually means breathing in. Inspiration means breathing in, man, at the same time, 
We use it as inspired, like creative, but inspiration comes from the brain. And when you inspire, you literally activate creativity. And that's why you are inspired when you inspire. And it is a natural state to have variations in our breathing. We're just not living in an optimized environment. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, I'm talking about this when it comes to nutrition and when it comes to movement a lot, but when it comes to breathing as well, when human beings were living in nature, we had to move a lot. We had to walk. We had to jump. We had to, you know, catch certain things, go to the water. So our environment was forcing us to actually behave and move in a way that we will transform and change our breathing because it is subconscious, not something that you really consciously do. But because we're living in this environment that doesn't really promote it, it is important and crucial that we actually activate it. And a lot of people in the East do that. When you look at yoga, when you look at meditation, when you look at Tai Chi and martial arts and sports in general, you all know that oxygen fuels your body. It's one of the three fuel sources that you get from the outside. You only have air, what you drink, and what you eat. That's what we got to pay attention to, what we eat, what we drink, and the air that we breathe. Everything else is created inside, but it's created with these elements. The hormones that get activated in our body, yes, through our thinking as well, through our thoughts can activate it, but the other elements is what we put in our body, what we eat, what we drink, and how we breathe. And we can help our body to recreate itself, to rejuvenate itself, so that we are able to make the impossible possible. We need to activate that because we live in this physical body. Our cells die and get recreated every single day. And the building blocks that our body uses are food, the nutrients that we put in our body, and oxygen. Without oxygen, we die. God created man by breathing in life. And this is why when we breathe in, literally we can connect to the higher power. And that's why... We get inspired when we inspire. Breathing is life. So start breathing. Until you stop breathing, never stop to grow. And always remember, I am possible. Oh yeah, so before I'm out, I just wanted to share something with you. This topic of breathing and pranayama actually inspired me to write a poem and a song on this topic. So if you want to hear the breathing song, check out the next podcast episode. This is Ben Watara, and I wish you a beautiful day. 